last week or two weeks ago because we skipped last week's episode I got a little flack from you for ending with O Canada yep you did you did you're goddamn right so I had to start this week with God Bless America you're goddamn right you did motherfucker America America number one country in the world I can't argue that better than Canada goddamn right Look, uh, I'm American. Throw on some, some Star Spangled Banner. I love the good old America. Let the bald eagles fly, my friend. Everybody loves the good old America. Smells like freedom in here. Um, welcome back to to the table. Episode twenty-four, Kenny. How we doing? Oh, we're doing great. We're doing fantastic. It's a beautiful day. Oh, this is gonna be a great week. This is gonna be a, this. 
This is exactly what I've been waiting for. Oh, this is what everybody's been waiting exactly. for. This, this is what, what the people want. We, we, this is what the people wanted, and we we do what look, the people want. I'm a people deliver. I'm a people person. We're people people. I I please the people. We're people people. Yeah. We're people people. Yeah. And that's what we do. We please the people. The people wanted Thriller '96, Bill O'Brien, two to the table, Hall of Famer, unanimous vote. They wanted him back. We wanted him back. So we got him back. Oh, we we fucking got him back. You're goddamn right. Oh, this is a beautiful day. Oh, this I'm I'm so excited for this shit. Oh, not I can't only, wait. Not only did we get two to the f- two to the table Hall of Famer back, but we also talked some uh, PGA golf today. A lot of golf. We talked some baseball today. Decent amount of baseball. We talked some basketball today. Tad just a little, little sprinkle of basketball. A little cherry on top with some soccer. Just a touch. And that's hockey talk. <laughs> uh, we hit them all today. Uh, th- this this conversation we had is phenomenal. Honestly, absolutely phenomenal. I think it's time to just get right to it. Let's let's hop into it. All right, right before, right before we go into it, as we learned last time. That two to the table, Hall of Famer, Bill O'Brien, Thrill in 96, was on the show. Over a year ago. Over a year ago. His favorite, his first song on his iTunes playlist. And his current uh, favorite hype-up song. And his hype-up song, About That Life, Meek Mill. So, before we hit the interview, we'll give you a little About That Life. Bill, we got you. We didn't forget. We got you. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio... Looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Welcome back to the show. Coming in at six foot four, two thirty-five. The big dog. The big dog from Sacred Heart University. Bill O'Brien, Thrilla ninety-six. How you been, Bill? Oh, let's go. That intro gets me fired. Up. <laughs> I'm over here at Lowe's, about to crack some skulls <laughs> <laughs> i'm good boys i'm good I've, I've been well a lot of things have changed since i was last on the show uh, i won uh a, a championship with the arena lacrosse league i'm at training camp with the boston cannons playing some mll got drafted to, uh, yes exactly trying to uh trying to do it all man also all. also Building now doing doing the three live on the facebook three live, baby <laughs> every wednesday night 8 p.m 
we got to get you boys up here and uh, get you on the show. I've I've tuned oh, in yeah. um, a bunch, and uh, my favorite my favorite part of it is the this you you could get with this or you could get with that. Oh, <laughs> I love it. That's that is my favorite part of the three live. That might be my favorite segment too. <laughs> Also, you guys are just sitting there eating. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Someone was like, you know, you're mukbanging. And I was like, no, I don't think that's what our show is. <laughs> and I was like, what, what is that? And they were like, it's when you eat a lot of food on camera. And I was like, oh, my mind went completely <laughs> different place. Right in the gutter, yep. Yeah, Jesus so Christ. how was getting drafted? Did you get... Um, a phone call from them before it happened or after it happened or did you know they were looking at you or yeah so i got a call from uh coach ben rubior and i uh i coached with him at a crabs lacrosse prospect camp big huge select team camp down in maryland um and he called me and he was like hey bill um i see you're still crushing it in box you know we're looking to add a physical tough presence to our back end um, would you be interested in playing MLL? Have you ever considered it? And I was pretty fired up. I was like, um, yeah, I'm in. Count me in. Hell what do I got to do? Well, let's play. <laughs> Not realizing I haven't played since high school um, competitively field. I mean, I've played in like adult tournaments, but it's not the same. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm in. And they're like, okay, we're going to connect you with our defensive coordinator and uh, see what he thinks, and uh, I'll let the guys know that you're interested. Well, then I get a call like five minutes later. They're like, listen, we're going to draft you in the supplemental draft with our second pick. And I was like, all right, this is real. Let's get it done. And they drafted me, and I've been preparing, so I'm uh, I'm excited about the opportunity. And, uh, you know, last week was our first training camp. It was, um, it was a eye-opening experience to learn the vast differences between box and field at the pro levels. A um, little bit of a learning curve, but uh, I'm definitely uh, open to learn, and I'm coachable, so I'm uh, excited. How is, what, what's the biggest thing that you've had to change about your game so far? It's the spacing. It's on-field spacing. And, you know, box is a very quick sport where guys are – it's, it's like five quick steps this way, five quick steps that way, a pick, a roll, a um, lot more contact. Where field, it's like guys are going top speed for long durations or like 20 yards, full speed. Um, a lot of people say box is a faster game, but I, didn't, I don't think that. Um, I think box is a quicker game. Field is definitely faster. Um, box also seems to be much more physical. Oh, yeah, it is. It's, I mean, you're banging every play. You're hitting bodies. You're coming off picks. Um, you can cross-check. You know, and, and guys know that because look at the pads box players wear. You yeah. know, they wear a lot more pads as opposed to a field guy. I was putting my pads on in the locker room, and one of the guys were like, Bill, you know you don't have to wear shoulder pads, right? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't. But um, thanks for letting me know. I mean, you <laughs> had rib pads on too, and they were like, "You don't, uh, you don't need to use those." You're also built, <coughs> built like a brick shit house. You can, you can wear no pads, pads yeah, and just kill everybody. It don't matter. 
Well, that's the thing. When he was like, hey, you don't need those, I was like, whoa, whoa, are you saying I'm not going to use these? <laughs> or, what, are you, what are you saying there, big dog? This is you and me in this locker room right now. Bill, and, oh, uh, I, I definitely used my shoulders. I was, I was throwing the body around. It was fun. Do we still get Thrillivision in the MLL? You know, that's a good question. And I'm not 100% sure, but I can tell you, we went to the MLL offices and they were like, oh my God, your box lacrosse videos are amazing. We love them. Um, who's like, where'd you find this camera? And uh, so I basically gave them the inside scoop and told them I could probably, you know, help facilitate a deal because my buddy is actually the founder of the U-Haw company. So... There could be uh, a cool opportunity happening where U-Haw comes to the MLL. And uh, you know I me. Mean, I'm definitely rocking it. I'm definitely oh, bodying. So. I'm a big fan I of those videos. I can't wait for that. Um, has it been a big adjustment using the long pole now where in Vox you didn't? It was about a 30-minute adjustment, I'm going to be honest. because uh, So I bring my long pole. Because they were like, look, we want you to play close defender. So I was like, okay. Well, I bring my long pole, and, like, they assume guys know exactly what's going on because everyone should know what's going on. They're all very high-level field lacrosse players. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a box guy coming to play field. So they basically said, um, like, so we're warming up for the first drill. And they're like, all right, we're going to do a one four one Adjacents are off. Bring the coma slide. Guys, call out your ones and twos. Who's hot, you know? And they're, like, ripping all this lingo. And it's like, shut off the alley, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, oh, man, I am. I think I'm in over my head here. <laughs> and, uh, because I don't know what he's saying. I'm just going to try to hit people with the ball. And... <laughs> So I had my pole, and I, I ran close defender for probably like 30 minutes of the practice. And then I, I, they're like, all right, switch it up. I run out. Coach comes up to me. He's like, Bill, uh, how'd you feel out there? And I was like, meh, I'm getting the hang of it. And he was like, okay, did you bring a shorty? And I was like, no. He's like, okay, hold on. Tells the equipment guy to give me a short stick, and he's like, comes back over he's like bill i want you to play short stick um give it a shot so i'm like okay i just got demoted within the first <laughs> segment of, of this camp this is going terribly what am i doing and then uh so then i get the shorty first shift on the shorty and uh i'm like like i said boys spacing right spacing so much different in field than it is in box and the guy gets the ball the midi gets the ball and he starts running at me to dodge me so i make contact i push him away and i'm running next to him and i'm like lifting his glove and i'm i like slash his hand and i'm like okay i'm in good position i i feel good i probably look great this is awesome the guy jump shots from 12 yards out picks top corner and i'm like oh my god that was probably not good that was bad <laughs> so i jog over the sideline head down and i'm like what am i doing there's 60 pros here and i'm just 
oh, I better figure it out. So um, while I'm on the sideline, I ask one of the guys playing. You guys may know him, Marty Bowes. I know Marty because he tried out for some box teams I've been on. We played a little bit together, and Marty's like, he's like, I was like, Marty, what am I doing wrong? Because it does not feel right. And he's like, just, he's like, play your game, man. Be aggressive. Like, cross-check. You can cross-check in the MLL. He's like, you're athletic enough. You're fast enough. Just go out there. And when a guy, when your guy gets the ball, just shut him down. And I was like, oh, that sounds very easy when you put it in those terms. Yeah. Let me give it a shot. Well, then I started closing the gap. I wasn't worried about spacing, started manhandling some fools, and it was good. I, I felt good out there. Um, but I was a little nervous, you know. I was like, man, these guys, obviously high-level field players. My first, I get demoted within the first 30 minutes, and then I get, I think I'm doing good. I get scored on, but at the end of the day, I, uh, I picked it up, I laid some big bodies, caused some really big turnovers, and uh, the third, second, third, and fourth session, I crushed it, and uh, I got invited back this weekend. They cut 20 guys, so I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited. You know, there's a learning curve. Yeah. And, uh, you got to be willing to learn. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure when you're playing in the NLL to the MLL, you know, you're thinking of so many different things that you have to change and you have to change your footwork and you have to change where you're going to be positioned and everything that, you know, they'll, they're understanding in a sense that you'll get there. Yep. And uh, a big guy like you, come on. Everybody needs a big guy like you on their team. That's what I'm saying, team. man. That's what I'm saying. Um, I saw last week you were at uh, Children's Hospital, right? Yep. Was yeah, that Friday? Was that something that you did, or was that something they asked you to do, or? So they put it out to the team and asked if anyone would be interested, and I uh, I hopped all over it. Um, they brought me out a, a day early to go over there and, and visit with Children's Hospital, but it's the leading pediatric hospital in the world. Um, and it's in Boston, you know, I'm hoping to be a Boston Cannon. So I thought it, it only be right to connect with the community, try to bring some smiles to those kids who are battling. And it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. There was actually a couple of cross players who were, uh, who were there and knew me. So it, it definitely made it a lot, a lot more fun for me and uh, cooler for them. I think doing big things. We love it for the people, for the people. Heck yeah, brother. We're all in. You still doing uh, curls for the girls? Every damn day, big <laughs> Is that even a question? That's <laughs> what I want to hear. That's that's what I want to hear. You got to stay oh. Keep flexing on them. It's the catchphrase. Oh, I flex all the time. Man, I was actually talking to Kong and Chrome Rome about bringing Flex Fridays back because we took a little hiatus there. Um, but going to have to start bringing back the Flex Friday videos. We're all in on Flex Fridays. Mm-hmm. Nice. I knew you would be. And uh, since the last time we talked, a couple things have changed, right? We changed our, uh, we rebranded. Not yes. Not John Sports Talk Alert anymore. We're two to the table. Um, you know, you left from the NLL and now into the MLL. Um, anything else big going on in your life? I see that you're always rock climbing. Is that something that you enjoy doing, or is it something that you're just doing because you? 
it's going to help the help the game out. I think it's a little bit of both. You know, the first time I went, I got a huge adrenaline rush from being 45 feet up on the wall and kind of looking down and not being sure if I was going to be able to climb to the top or like not know if my grip was strong enough to hold myself up. So I kind of got addicted after the first time and it's been uh it's been a lot of fun and I've realized it helps, you know, translate to just overall athleticism, your ability to to move your body in unique ways, create tension, create force and kind of put your body in a situation where you're unsure if you're going to be able to to get through. So it's a nice challenge. Um, I definitely enjoy it. And it's not like being in the gym either. It's not like bench pressing. Like I know I'm going to throw a thousand pounds up, no sweat, you know, no big deal. But when it comes down to like rock climbing, there's certain paths where it's like, Ooh, that's, that looks very tough. I'm not sure if I'm going to get to the top, but I'm going to give it a go. And you're 45 feet up. Yeah. You have a rope, but it's still scary to fall. A hundred percent. And some of the strongest people that I've seen have been, you know, rock climbers. They're hanging on that thing, trying... Because rock climbers have that mentality uh, the same way athletes do. You don't want to fail at any cost. Yep. So you get stuck on a spot, and you're going to hold on until you can figure out how to fix it. So you're holding on for 30, 40 seconds trying to figure out how do I get to this next spot. And you're holding on by, like, your fingertips, too. Yeah. There's some holds that I see guys or like climbs that I see guys make. And I'm just like, man, that that's impressive because that must've took years to be able to hold your body weight up with the pad of your pointer finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there are some absolutely wild. ridiculous holds that I've seen. Absolutely wild. Is it's that pretty cool? Is that something you're still going to be doing while you go into the season or you're going to calm down on that in season? I'll probably, you know, I'll probably do it. Um, day after a game it's i mean it's still a great workout you know and it gets the body moving it, it'll help get soreness out so I'll, I'll definitely keep it in my routine i found that my hand wrist and arm strength has gone up quite a bit from doing it and just my relative strength you know from my ability to carry my body weight and um things like that so recommendation get a rock climbing wall in your new house I actually have been looking into it. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I got a foyer that's like 25 feet up. Oh, it'd be perfect. And uh, there might be some holes that go up the the one wall. So Who needs stairs when you can just climb up the wall? Exactly. Exactly. No and no one needs to go upstairs. you got to earn it in yeah. my house. Yeah. you got to earn it. So you're going to climb up there if you want to <laughs> see what's upstairs. I love it. Um, oh, shit. That's great. What else is anything else new in the life? Building a house, you boys said it. Um, you know, just the grind, man. Every day is the grind. Um, I don't know if I told you guys last time I started a supplement company, Apex, Apex Nutrition, Nutrition Group. Yeah. Oh shit. So That's we're good. just I've been pounding the pavement there, just trying to, you know, keep growing that. Um and if nothing else, using it myself day in, day out. But you know, staying busy. That's the name of the game. And you got the thrill of bobblehead too online. We saw yes. that. The thrill of bobblehead. John, why do you not have the one? The real deal. 
I we need to get one. Why do we not have one? <laughs> we need to get one. That's I, what I'm saying. I love that thing. <laughs> and when you and when you when you bring it on when you bring it on to the uh, three live, it <laughs> Connor, I don't know if you saw it, but he brought it on when there was a uh, snowstorm on the three live, and he. Yeah. He changed camera positions and zoomed in on the bobblehead and was like, here we go with Bill outside in the, <laughs> in the storm. <laughs> it caught me off guard. I started dying it's laughing. Things, it's the little things, man. It really, it really is. It's a little small detail. That's what it is. Oh, man. So, alleged, apparently, um, the Boston Cannons are coming to Long Island in July, and we will be there. Love to hear that. We We're linking up, boys. Yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. And we will be—you will notice us because we we will be dressed in some sort of snazzy outfit, so you'll be able to pick us out of the crowd in a heartbeat. I'd love it. <laughs> and then we will hundred percent link up. We'll we'll get together, get lunch or something, get dinner or something like that. Um, speaking of that, getting lunch or getting dinner, you played for New England with uh, the Black Wolves. Have you yeah. have you met up with any of the old uh, fans that became friends up there? Yeah, you know, actually, it's kind of cool because a uh, couple of the New England Black Wolves fans um, have come to games for, like, the Onondaga Redhawks, the summer ball team I play for. Um, so those are the OG Thrillin' Nation squad members right there. They they come out, they, they roll up when you least expect it. It's always awesome to see them. Um, so, yeah, we've had... Uh, definitely visit and now being back in boston it's going to be nice because uh, already i'm getting messages saying hey we're going to come come to a cannons game and definitely show the love so it's it's always appreciated 100 is um the woman who licked your finger moving into your house anytime soon <laughs> well that's that's why i'm putting the rock wall up because <laughs> she has the dexterity to actually climb up it and then below will be a moat with sharks <laughs> So, if you oh fall, my God. yeah. So we'll take care of that all, all in one. So, <laughs> oh, any more, any crazy. other crazy fan stories since, uh, since last year? I don't think anything tops that. To be honest, I don't think no, anything no. could top that. No, I don't think any, any, nothing crazy has happened like that. Um, but that lady, so that lady I told you boys about, she was a teacher who actually would send these like some of my Instagram posts to her coworker and be like, Hey, you need to get this guy in for career day. He's motivational. Obviously she didn't say, Hey, I licked his finger and <laughs> probably took a locket of his hair. But regardless, that coworker I'm now dating. So Oh. Yeah. So it actually So wait so finger licking lady technically set you up with your current woman's exactly so wow you, know, you gotta go through the tough times to be in the, the good spots so I, wow one finger lick for you one know, finger I'll lick for it. a lifetime of happiness that that's, that's it man yo that's what i'm saying get that shit so the crazies over. the crazies are sometimes good damn and i think that makes you talk to this, even better have you talked to this woman uh, the woman again or no you haven't like i was at enterprise rent-a-car and a car drove by three times and turned around and pulled up and it was her oh my and god my, one of my buddies who i played college football with is like a regional manager for enterprise so when i 
go to Enterprise to get a car, we obviously talk for like 30 minutes and we're just shooting it. And uh, well, she pulls up and she's like, Bill, rolls the window down, super creepy. Oh, no. Is like, Bill, I haven't, I haven't seen you since the World Games. Oh, God. And my buddy's like, oh, you know Bill? And I was like, no, dude, it's not, it's not <laughs> like that. Don't do this. And he's like... He's like, oh, come, come talk to him. He, he's just getting ready to go. You guys, he's the man. And I'm like, dude, oh, no, no. this isn't one of those situations where I need your help. You're not my wingman right here. You're actually hurting me. He's going to be like that. Kong and just leave you oh, there. No. Exactly. Oh, Bail, no. pull the shoe and just get out of there. Holy shit. So see, do, do they still work together, your lady and... Uh no, woman? believe it or not, she's actually banned from school premises. What? That yeah, actually doesn't she, surprise me at all, though. Surprising. Yeah, she looking at other people's fingers? <laughs> the vice principal, I think it was, or the principal of, like, the elementary school, um, she was a teacher for the youth of America, or a substitute, I guess. And, uh, yeah, she, she had a thing. I think the similar thing she had for me, she had for, like, a principal or vice principal. And th- that doesn't fuck? fly in schools. Yeah, no, not, not at all. Look. Now you don't lick a principal's finger and get away with it. <laughs> oh my lord! Have you told your lady about the the story with her since? Oh, the first date. Uh, <laughs> that is was the like, greatest opening line. So your yeah, friend you hooked like, me up with, uh, she licked my finger. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, she Jesus. was like, yeah, you know, I. She's like the Jeanette, Jeanette, or her this lady, Ginevra. That's her name. If you guys want to Google it, she's probably got something somewhere. <laughs> but either way, she uh, she's like, yeah, this lady just kept sending me your posts. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know this guy. Uh, whatever. I'll check him out. Wow. He's a hunk. You know how it goes. Yeah. But she's like, she said the name. And I was like, no. I was like, who? She's like, oh, so-and-so. And I was like. That lady is nuts. She <laughs> licked my finger at the World Games. And she was like, what? So we, she doesn't believe me, obviously, because she knows, like, the working world lady version of this lady. Not the crazy and, version. Yeah. And um, either way, I'm like, I'm telling you that's her. She pulls up her Facebook, and I'm like, yeah, that's the lady. She licked my finger and stalked me for 24 hours. And... <laughs> It's insane. And so she begins going through her photos and she sees a picture of her and I at the World Games. And then there's like all these weird photos. Like, like I said, she was taking pictures of like my leg, my arm, in your, my, in your natural my, habitat. Yeah, in your natural yeah, habitat. Yeah, yeah, just just doing what I do, <laughs> surviving. And she, yeah, either way, those pictures are on her Facebook. Oh, so, that's hilarious. So then oh she believes me, and God. she's like, oh, my God, that is insane. And I was like, yeah. That's yeah, it is. Wild. That's your friend. That's the <laughs> that's wild that, that the the woman who licked your finger set you up with your current Oh, lady. I know. That's good for you, man. Good shit. See, sometimes shit does work out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It, it actually worked out for the better. Awesome. Good stuff. Um. Some other news. I I remember you had mentioned you were a uh, Raiders fan, correct? Oh yeah, Hudson you, Raiders, baby, Raider Nation. How are you ready for the for the move to Vegas? You happy or no? Yeah, I'm pumped. 
I think uh, like the Vegas Knights, the hockey team. Beautiful, they're my guys. Their success that they've had going to Vegas. I mean, it's a party town, right? It's a it's a town where people want to be entertained, and I think the Raiders team can kind of get back to its glory days and and kind of be that entertaining team. Why they got rid of Khalil Mack, I have no idea, but that's water under the bridge. <laughs> I think John Gruden's got plans, and I'm uh, I'm excited to see how it unfolds. Do you have, do you have faith in Gruden to lead you to the promised land? You know, if you look at his record, it's not that good. It's about 500. Um, but he won a Super Bowl, although he won that Super Bowl coaching against his old team who never changed the playbook. After they so he, after they traded him away. Exactly. <laughs> so I think, uh, I mean, I think he's got something to prove. He wouldn't come back to coaching if he didn't, you know, believe in himself. And I, I know he's a great motivational speaker. He, he gets the guys fired up, um, gets guys wanting to play for him. So I, I have faith but he's going to have to show me something here come year two, not just unloading our star players. Yeah, that was a big yikes, getting rid of Khalil Mack. But yeah, he got like it, he got getting rid of Bill O'Brien back in exactly. 2016. Yeah, fucked up. What are you doing? <laughs> there's just some things that you don't do. Yeah. And those, exactly. are, those are two of the many things that you just don't do. You shouldn't do them. They're not good for your health. <laughs> Oh shit! Um, John, we got questions. I got questions. You got questions? Shoot them out, Bill. I got two very good questions for you, and then whatever Johnny comes up with. I love it. I'm fired up. All right. First, well, first question. What? What? We'll ask him one that we asked uh, the previous guest. Do you eat soft serve ice cream, or you do, do you drink, drink soft serve ice cream? Come on, boys. A six pack like mine. We don't eat ice cream. Come on. But I can't see that one the, <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> but the, the language that you would use, would you... Oh, would I would you never be, say, I'm going to go drink a soft serve ice cream. That's called a milkshake. Get with it. Okay, perfect. Connor, Connor's leaning the other way on this thing. Technically, a milkshake Connor, and soft serve ice cream are very ice? similar. Very are you similar. afraid of freezer... Brain food? <laughs> <laughs> no, my whole my whole milk? milk. That's not ice cream. No, man. my whole milk. my whole point. Soft serve ice cream is like you don't ch- you don't really chew it, and like the the definition of eating is chewing. So technically, you're drinking it. I don't know if I. There's agree. a technicality. I'm with you on both this one. Connor's just stupid. What do you I'm just, just like kind of? Lip it in your mouth and then let it melt. Yeah, no, you just like swallow it. Yeah, you don't. But like, who chews soft serve ice cream? Like, it's not. Bill, it's like chewing yogurt. Bill, I'm 100% with you on this one. Uh, Connor's just dumb. I, I don't know, man. Do you I, say, I, I'm going to go drink a yogurt? I no, you're not. eating yogurt, but exactly. you're, not, you're not chewing it, though. <laughs> it's not. I just think there's a technicality somewhere in here. That's all I'm saying. We need to, we need to do further analysis wrong. on this. He is. He is wrong. Anyway, <laughs> on to the fucking question I had before I got rudely interrupted by this <laughs> dick. Uh, would you rather go to jail for one year or go to jail with a Rubik's Cube and leave when you complete it? Oh, I'd go to jail for a year, and you I would did. run that joint. <laughs> I'd be in the gym all day, every day. But you can't get into a new jacked than you already are. It's not like you're gonna like get ripped. You already are. It's not like jail for a year, my man, for sure. <laughs> Me too. That's like a, a free gym membership. You can just lift. <laughs> no outside worries. Yeah, you may get shanked here and there, but just don't at drop the, end the soap. Of the day, you'll be all right. Exactly. All right. Um. I don't know. Do you have any more questions? I don't have any questions right now. Those are the two I have. Okay. What about someone? No, no, we already asked that one. Yeah. So, uh, also, 
little update. How we said last year, you said you wanted to try curling. Yes. Oh, here we fucking go. I, I am now a curler. Is that a fact? That uh, not a great one, but I am one. <laughs> I curl. In How's a, it going? I curl in a league. I go to different tournaments and uh, I play oh, it. Wow. I play at different tournaments. Um, and if you're ever down on Long Island when we have league, you can come down and I can definitely get you on to try. Oh man, I got it. I got to give it a go. John is it's convinced a, he's going to the Olympics in twenty twenty. That's my plan. Yeah. That's the way to do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna get in the gym. I'm gonna be doing my flex Fridays. You gotta cut out pizza yes. though if you're gonna go to the Olympics, bro. Those are a necessity. Kenny Kenny bread. Uh yeah, I'm gonna cut down to the Bill O'Brien diet. No, nice. no I would love to see this happen. No, no bread. drinking ice cream. No <laughs> drinking ice cream. <laughs> no sugar <soda>. yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> All the Apex nutrition that you got, That's all the it, all the Flex Fridays. Inject, keep inject creatine into your asshole. Keep flexing on them. That's it. That's it, baby. And then uh, I'll be at the 2026 Olympics. And, and Bill's beast. and Bill's gonna be there with me. But no, Bill's gonna be your bodyguard. I'll paint my chest, man. <laughs> I won't even oh, use shit. the broom to sweep. I'll use my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just slide down there belt you, first. You got the long ponytail. Oh, you could shit. probably use that to sweep. That's what I'll do. <laughs> Good. Just keep growing it. Out. Actually, that that's Our a favorite. that's a great question, Bill. When was the last time you cut your hair? Over fifteen years ago. Jesus Christ! Do you ever trim it a little bit, or do you just? I used to, not anymore. Okay. People who say like if you trim your ends, it's healthier and it'll grow more are complete bullshit. <laughs> I 100 percent agree. How does it grow from the end? That's like the the people who say when you shave your face, it's gonna grow back oh better. Oh my god! Yeah, this is the dumbest no. thing in the world. No. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Um. All right. Well, thanks for coming back on. Of course, boys. We, I'll see you in July. We will oh, see you absolutely. in July. We will get together. We'll link up. We'll get some food or something, and we'll also, if you're around for it, we'll do a in person interview. Oh, um, I like that. On field. I like it already. We'll we'll get that going too, and uh, even if we don't get the opportunity to do the in person, we're still going to the game. We're still gonna try and link up with you, get food with you, or do something. Maybe we do. Maybe we set up a uh, a three live here. Oh, ooh, I like that. Oh. And and we can we can help you out with that. Oh, we're mobile, baby. Oh, let's go. We, the show is always on the road. We're <laughs> I'm all in for that. We'll have, to, we'll have to get you a good restaurant around here that we can do it at, though. Definitely. Phenomenal um, restaurant. Big portions, great food. Exactly. That's what we look for. And the food is the most important part. That is, I mean, it's a mukbang for crying out loud. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Bill. We'll talk to you. Thanks, boys. How's we'll it going, brother? Bill O'Brien, one of the greatest human beings of all time. My w- top three human being, and he's not two or three. God, he's amazing. I just, it's it's just fantastic. Coming in hot. Oh, my God. Hyped up. Uh, This this guy's yelling in the middle of fucking lows like a maniac. This is beautiful. Fantastic. I I, aspire to be like that man one day. Look, I love all of our friends of the show. Oh, 100%. But Bill's an OG. Was Bill our first interview? Bill was our first interview. He was our first interview ever. And... I, it's just it's a special place in our hearts. For I, it's man. tough for anybody to beat Bill. Yeah, man. Like I love everybody yeah. who comes on here, right? But Bill, he's just an OG. It took us a while to get him back on the new show, but we did. 
That was part of conflict of schedules, but we got it back on. And me sending texts like a half hour before we record. (laughs) You know, poor planning. But other than that, but oh yeah, that man is—he is one of a kind. Oh, I think he literally is. That's and like I said, I love all of our guests, but I think Bill might be number one. Uh, Yeah, well, he's a hall of famer. He is a two to table hall of famer. Was he? uh, He wasn't for. Was he? Was he one? No. He was one of one or two. He was one of three unanimous. I know he's unanimous. Yeah. So all three yeah. of them were unanimous. They all, yeah. But uh, I, I think he might be our number one guest of all time. He's just this, d- and I'm this not sure if anybody could beat him. I don't, I don't know. His man. lady is because of the finger looking girl. That that is amazing. Was, that was the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. It's amazing. Oh my! We actually, what we should have asked him is if his lady licks his finger too. But I feel like that would have been a little insensitive. I was gonna ask, but I mean, what? you never know. Probably licking something else. Well, I <laughs> wasn't gonna say, <laughs> but you said it, so it's out there now. <laughs> oh. oh, but this man is just absolutely fucking ripped. He just eats raw chicken God, every he, day. He's and he's just like always hyped and oh my fucking god. Amazing. Yeah, and he always has great stories. Too, yeah, so. oh, he's awesome. Oh, and a fantastic ponytail, beautiful yeah. hair. Yeah, Amazing. and he's built like a freaking Greek god. He's he's just it's like he's chiseled from stone. All right, um, maybe you'll lick his finger when we see him in July. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Could I'm not? I'm just saying. Maybe yeah, I just happen. I need to I need to beat out the. The finger-looking story as a the weirdest fan interaction. Do you think you can lick his finger better than she did? Probably not. Well, we'll never know unless you try. So accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What else is going on? Uh I was uh, at the PGA Championship practice round. How was that? It was amazing. Um, saw a lot of big names. Did you see Tiger? We did not see Tiger. Fuck. Tiger, we went on Tuesday. Tiger showed up um, at like 6 a.m., hit some balls on the range, took some putts, and then went in for a press conference and then left for the day. Damn. Um, uh, that man don't need practice. Well, he was at the course last week before everybody else got there. Cause everybody, m- not everybody, but a lot of people were playing in a tournament last weekend. So they were not here last week because they were at the tournament. And Tiger did not play in that tournament. He came to Best Page a week early and played some rounds last week. So he knew what he wanted to do on the course. He had his game plan laid out. He knew. And then uh, Monday Monday he played nine holes just to get another good feel of the course. Tuesday, he hit some balls. He did his press conference. And Wednesday, he was not even at the course. Sheesh. He took the day off. He just rested. Um, he Sheesh. may have gone somewhere else and hit some golf balls. There's no there's no story on that. But he did not show up at Beth Page at all on Wednesday. But Tuesday, Interesting move. Tuesday he was there. We did not see him. We did see world number one Dustin Johnson. We saw Bubba Watson. My guy. Great singer. My guy. Also the best man to drive a hovercraft on the green. Yeah. He's also a fabulous singer. Uh, no. We saw Ricky Fowler, also a Not fabulous a good singer. singer. Not a good singer. We saw Rory. Um, My guy. Brooks Kepka. Fuck him. 
We saw Martin Kaiman. No idea who that is. We saw all the big name guys, pretty much, except the only two big names that we did not see are uh, Phil and Tiger. And John Daly. John Daly's not a big name, but yeah, we did not ah, see him. Yeah, John Daly's a <laughs> big name. Come on. This guy smokes a pack of cigs and drinks Diet Coke and beer on the course. Yeah. Uh, he, that's a big name. He's, he's also driving a golf court on the course. Was he, you think he's going to walk? Come on. Everybody else is. Uh, he's not. He's not everybody else. He had to put in an exemption for him and to be allowed to drive a cart on the course for the week. <laughs> and uh, he was granted it, so he is playing. Where at the U.S. Um, Senior Open last fall, he put in the exemption. They denied it, so he did not play in it. Damn. So he is playing. He's not going to make the weekend, <laughs> but he is playing in it. And well, he's there. That's the whole point. I was wearing uh, loudmouth golf pants when I was there on Tuesday. Everybody was looking at me like, oh, he's got John Daly pants on. Little <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, do they know they're actually curling pants. But John Daly does have them. Well, yeah. He's John the only... John fucking Daly. He's the only non-Long Island Curling Club member to have those pants. Because he was at the factory when they were making them, and he said, I need those. So they made him a pair. Interesting. Interesting move. Because John Daly gets whatever John Daly wants from Loudmouth Golf. Because he's fucking John Daly. And it's Loudmouth Golf, and he's the reason why they are what they are. Very true. So he gets whatever he wants from them. Um, but, yeah, we saw a bunch of guys. Rory was a really good dude. He was I've been tell I've been saying this for years. He was sitting there signing autographs, hanging out, talking to people. Um, Brooks Kepka was uh, not as much of a good dude. He kept his head down and just kept walking when people were calling his name. Well, dick. Uh, you didn't even look at him. Not even a look. Oh. I think he was the only player I saw to not even like acknowledge the fans, like look in their direction. Like there were I'm other, up, man. there were other players when people were asking them for audi uh, for autographs, where they would, they were like, oh, "I'm not gonna sign right now. I'm gonna sign when I'm done, on the ninth green or well, the eighteenth green." Yeah, that's understood. But they would at least turn to you and and like looked in your direction when they were saying it. Where when Kepka, when people were asking Kepka for the autograph, he kept his head down and kept walking, didn't even turn towards the crowd and and like look at them. Hmm. He just, I'll sign when I'm done. And that was it. Hmm. Interesting. So Kepka has fallen on my list of of golfers that I like. I've been saying this for years. You didn't, didn't know, know, you didn't even know bro- who Brooks Kepka was. I literally had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so you told me before. Um, I literally had no idea. But a lot of the guys were good guys, right? Tony Finau. Don't know who that is. Good guy. Jason Day. Jason Day. Good guy. We saw him. He's his butt. Um, yeah. We saw we saw so a bunch who, do, of them. who do you have winning this uh, this tournament? Uh, see, based on what you've seen so far. Well, we're recording this um, pretty much at the end of the Thursday, so one round is in. Correct. Um, what I've seen so far, Brooks Kepka is gonna win it. Uh, no, he's not. He's he had a good day. No, this is he shot minus seven. He is the. He turns it on at majors, right? He has more major wins than he has 
regular tour wins. He so has he has one major win and zero regular tour wins. He has three major wins. He won the PGA Championship last year, and he won the U.S. Open the last two years. Hmm. And he only has two tour wins. Hmm. So a lot of people have been talking about Kepka in the sense of, is he just on a really good hot streak right now? Or is he just a really good player? Because when you look at everybody else who's gone on these streaks of multiple um, majors in a two to three year span, they usually are winning the same percentage or around the same percentage of tour events that they play in as they are in majors that they play in. Right. It's not lopsided one way. It's not lopsided where they win... I mean, sometimes it will be lopsided where you win a bunch of tour events, but you can't put it together at the major because all the pressure and it's Mm -hmm. a major and it's a big deal. So if it's going to be lopsided one way or the other, it's going to be lopsided where you win more tour events than you do majors Mm -hmm. in percentage-wise. He's the exact opposite. He turns it on at majors and in regular tour events, he's just okay. Interesting move. I like to see what happens this weekend with him. So and everyone else, he's he's Especially been at the last. He's won three out of the last seven majors, and in all seven, if he hasn't won them, he's been in the conversation on Sunday. So even if he doesn't win this weekend, he's going to be there on Sunday. Maybe he just plays well under pressure. And that's he said. He said in a press conference, it's a lot easier to win majors than it is to win regular events because in majors right off the bat half the field is not as good as you because mm. there's 150 something playing so right off the bat you knock off 80 and so now you're playing 80 then 30 people are going to crack under the pressure because it's a major so now you're knocking it down to 50 right another 20 guys are not going to have a good week so now you only have to beat 30 guys so That's a pretty good way to look at it. His his mindset at a major, it's much easier to win a major because you're only playing against 30 guys. Where at a tour event, there isn't the same pressure, and anybody could have a good week. And then so now you're playing against 80 guys instead of 30 guys. Right. Very, um, very interesting uh, analysis on that. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense though. That's how he yeah. views it, and he he does a good job of locking in and. Th- a reason why, like, I don't want to fully say I dislike him because of how he was acting at the practice round is because it is a major, right? Yeah. This, this is a major. These guys are trying to win a major championship, so they're trying to lock in. And I can't fault the guy 100% for trying to lock in. I think he could have done it in a better way like some of the other guys did. Yeah, but he could have took three seconds and, like, turned around. Like, it's not, well, like, it's not like he's taking out, like, you know, an hour of, like, you That's know, what I'm saying, right? Practice, he like could have done it in a nicer way where... Really just, like, a head turn would have, like, would have been fine. And then, and then you don't look at him as being a dick. Right, exactly. But the way he did it rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And, uh... But you got to give him a little bit of leniency because it is a major. Yeah, I mean, I get both sides. Um, but I just feel like a little... A little, a little head, head nod would have been fine. Yeah. Because, um, like, Dustin Johnson, the number one player in the world, he has one major win, but he has a bunch of tour victories. 
and he keeps faltering at majors, and he has a bunch of second place and third yeah. place finishes. Um, but he signed one autograph and then was doing his stuff, and then other people were asking him. He turned to them, and he was like, I got to go to the next hole and keep keep my rhythm going. I'll sign when I'm done. Yeah, so, like, he did yeah. it in a nicer way yeah. that it wasn't... Instead of just putting your head down and just, you know, just, like, Exa- yeah. talking away from people. Like and that, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of how, how Brooks yeah. handled it. But Brooks has also been getting a lot of flack for being uh, a boring player because he doesn't really have the emotion that Tiger had when he was... Winning all his majors, or when Rory had when he oh, had that's his two that, years that's, that's like, uh, like that just goes like that's by his person. Style. That's yeah. That's some people get really emotional. Some people just you know keep it all in, and they just you know put the game face on and keep it on until everything's yeah. like done with. And it's like that. Yeah, it's kind of when er, before Tiger, every player was like how Brooks plays, mm-hmm. and then Tiger came, and now every player, all the young players, watch Tiger growing up, so they emulate Tiger and. Mm-hmm. You see, when Rory had his two-year stretch of winning all his majors, you know, he hits a big putt, and he gives a big fist pump like Tiger did, and he gives the big hands in the air, the scream and everything, and Brooks kind of just a little fist, like, just makes a fist and puts it down to the ground and then picks up his ball. Everyone's different when it comes to, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, I I mean, I get it that it could be boring for people who, like, watch it. Well, golf fans... entertainment, but, like, golf fans, like, that's just... Well, golf fans now are accustomed to the way Tiger did his winning. Right. So they're expecting to see that same type of emotion out of other players, and most players do it, and Brooks doesn't. And Brooks doesn't care because he's just going about his business trying to win games. I, I'm more, I like, I like that from Brooks. Like, just, you know, put your game face on, keep it on. Like, I don't, I don't have a problem with people showing emotion, but, like... I'm fine either way. Know. In golf, I'm fine either way, right? Yeah. Um, but it's just people say that about him, and then the way he acts at practice rounds adds to that boring, kind of prickish... Yeah. I perception mean, that people have yeah. of him. Like I said before, I kind of get both sides, but I mean, it. at the end of the day, it is what it is. This yeah. guy's trying to go out and, you know, win titles and win money, you know, so, but he could have handled it a better way. Right now, though, I'd probably say uh, Thursday night, my, my prediction is Brooks is probably going to win it. Um, I'm really pulling. I want to see Ricky, Ricky Fowler mm. win it. I really want to Well, I'm going Tiger. Win. So, uh, no faith, but I'm going Tiger. Look, I love Tiger. I, mean, I, don't I, have, to go, I have to go Tiger. I don't I know. I don't Tiger. think he's going to win it. He looks great in red. He does. He great. I think he'll be there on Sunday. I just don't think he's going to win yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, this best page black is a very difficult course to play. And uh, you have to drive the ball straight. Yeah. And you have to drive the ball long because it's a very long course and the narrow the fairways are very narrow so tiger won in uh east lake last year at the players champion at the players championship by spraying and missing the first seven or eight fairways and he won that tournament he's not going to be able to win like that this weekend right he did but he could have a great weekend he did a better job at the masters of hitting fairways 
but he still didn't do an amazing job of hitting fairways. And if he plays like he did at the Masters, he's not going to win just because the golf course isn't built for that type of a game. Um, well, I think we'll see. I think Rory, if he has a good couple of days, he could be in the mix. I think Ricky. Um, oh, we're forgetting the, the 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 biggest the biggest leader right now, John Daly. He's yeah. gonna win. John Daly, I think, is plus five after <laughs> the first day, and he's not even gonna make the weekend. Hey, listen, he can rebound from plus five. Not gonna happen. Maybe <laughs> just you know, plug a you know minus five. <laughs> not gonna get happen. Get back to even. It'll be fine. Oh man. Um, t- uh, Fleetwood is up near the top. He's a very good player. He he could be in the mix on Sunday. Who was that? Tommy Fleetwood. He's an Englishman. Ah, uh, uh, got yeah. nice hair. He's got very nice hair. You'd like his hair. Don't, don't they all wear hats and shit? Yeah, but he's got nice flowing hair, similar to like a B Craw hair. Oh, it's I like that. It's not like it's that. not B Craw level, but like it's that. a nice it's a nice it's nice That's hair. That's the shit I like. That's um, the shit I like. But yeah, I if you had a if I had to pick one guy, I'm gonna assume Brooks is gonna win it. Now, uh, follow up question: um, Why is his name Brooks and not Brooke? Why is it plural? Uh, that's <laughs> ask his parents. <laughs> ask his parents. Maybe Brooke is uh, a girl's name and Brooks is a guy's name. No, Brooke Lopez. Okay, I don't know. Just saying. Well, I'm, I'm just curious why it's plural. I don't know. You could ask him. We don't. We don't call me like you know Kenny's or Bill. You know Bill like Bills. Like it's not. It's just it's just one name. It's I not don't know. People. Anyway, just it's where my mind wanders sometimes. Why do we call Tiger Tiger? That's his, well, well, technically, Eldrick. people know his stuff, but yes, his first name. We should Eldrick. be calling him Eldrick Woods. I'll call him Eldrick Woods. That's fine. By Why me. do we call Steph Curry Steph Curry? Technically, his name is Wardell. Exactly. So Why aren't we calling him Wardell? I'll call him Wardell. That's fine by me. It's <laughs> fine by me. I don't know. I don't know. Why Bill O'Brien William, then. <laughs> Just not the same. I don't know why they named him Brooks, though. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. It's a yikes. I got to get his parents on the phone. Um, anyway. Any other news going on right now? Vladdy Jr., fuck him. He oh had two home runs Lord. against... Oh, Lord. This dude is launching baseballs. He had launching. He had two home runs against the Giants. Dude, he had two home runs. I think the combined distance was like 880-something, 890 feet or some shit. Fucking missiles that hit. Unbelievable. Nick Senzel can go fuck himself, too. Well, what'd he do? He hit, I think, four home runs against the Giants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys stink. Uh, actually, and it and been technically, five. Mad Bum is been five. being traded because nah. he put out a no-trade list. I'm just saying. He put out a no-trade list. He put Okay, here's the thing. I was talking about this the other day, right? Mad Bum puts out, put it, puts out a no-trade list. In his contract, he puts out a no-trade list each year. Right. It's not a blanket like at the beginning of his contract. He signed a deal, and it had like 10 teams that he couldn't get traded to. It's an every year he gives them a list that is his no-trade list. Right. Every year up until this point, he has always put the bottom-dwelling, bad market, terrible teams that nobody in any right mind would want to go to. Right. But this, this year, he gave in all the contending teams. And all the competing teams to the Giants. Because he wants to have a say in if he gets traded, 
he can decide where he goes if he gets traded. Right. I think the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Phillies. Uh, every uh, every team that it was like all the major teams. Pretty every much, like. every team that's gonna have a shot at winning, he put on the list. Yeah. Because if he's going to get traded, he wants to make the decision on, no, I don't want to go there. Yeah. Um, Can't blame him for that, though. No, that's the smart move. Him and him and Poog got into it. Yeah, because Poog is a fucking dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Only took oh Poog seven years God. to learn how to hit his fastball. That was the greatest <laughs> craft pack <laughs> in the history of craft packs. <laughs> that was great. Everyone's like, oh, Poog just rocked the shit out of Mad Bum. Mad Bum's like... Yeah, it only took him seven years to figure out how to hit hey, that pitch. Puig is fantastic. Puig is a fast study. Fantastic. Puig is a very fast study. Seven only took him years. seven years. <laughs> I was, I saw that. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, that's fa- that's uh, great. I, I love was Mad crying. Man. I was like, oh my god. Look, I'm not a big. As long as he don't break his collarbone on a dirt bike again. I was before the year started. I was very optimistic about Farhan and what he was going to do with the team. Well, he hasn't done anything. So He's done too much. He hasn't done anything. Well, actually, he got Pilar. He does everything. He got Pilar. We've had, Done we're it. a quarter of the way through the year, and we've had 12 different outfielders come and go on our That's roster. That's because your outfielders literally suck. Okay, look. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, other than Pilar, like, they're mediocre at best. Okay. You don't have, like, solidified, decent outfielders that you can put out there every night. I get that. But or they're injured. But you bring up the first week of the season, you have Connor Joe and Michael Reed on the team. Yep. Connor Joe takes 12 at-bats, and then you DFA'd him. Yep. Now, Connor Joe, is he a major league outfielder? Probably not. Not yet. At least not yet. Not yet. Probably not. But you can't tell that in 12 at-bats. Exactly. Michael Reed took... That's technically three. It technically, could be three games. Yeah. For about like Michael Reed took eighteen at bats. Yeah. You can't tell if he's going to be a serviceable outfielder or not in eighteen at bats. Wild. He's jumping gun a little bit, Chief. He's he's been he's been trying. In my belief, and Derek Holland said this the other day in an interview, and uh, he got a little bit of flack for it. He in his his quote was something along the lines of um, these guys don't know what they're doing I'm not talking about Boach I'm talking about the other guys making decisions you guys guys coming and going so quickly that they don't even they don't they even have, they have throws off the chemistry of the whole team you don't got new guys yeah, all the time. he's like you don't even learn their names and then yeah. they're gone already mm-hmm. and he got some he got a talking to from both Farhan and Bochy about it he also mentioned that um, he had a. He was told that he was hurt, that his finger was unable to pit, that he was unable to pitch, and he was like, "I didn't know I was hurt." Well, <laughs> I didn't was, know he wasn't hurt. He was put on the DL. Well, his thing was like they made up an injury oh, oh, to put oh. him on the DL for ten days. Oh, but he was like, they came and told me that I was hurt, and I was going on the DL for ten days. Fuck. And he was like, I didn't know I couldn't pitch. And Jesus. so some of the, to me, Jesus. to me, obviously, I think the, what you need to do is somewhere in the middle of what they're doing, right? Um, Holland is like, let's let people just sit here and play 
And I mean, then if after, you know, a month or a month, like, couple weeks, then, like, they're still not playing well, like, all right, then, you know, then you do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. But not do. after, like, you know, one series with a team, like. And Farhan has been, Farhan has been playing the, this out as, like, uh, we're trying to audition everybody we possibly can, and let's just keep auditioning new people so, to see where our future is. And he's giving everybody a small little dose instead of giving them a a decent amount. Exactly. I think you have to... Small sample size, if I may say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you have to lengthen out that, that dose a little bit. Because, like I said, we've had already 12 outfielders come and go. The only two that have stuck around are Steven Duggar and Kevin Pillar. Who you traded for? You Kevin Pillar we traded for. Yeah. Steven Duggar we had from day one. Yeah. But those are the only two that have stuck around the whole time. Everybody else has come and gone. Same thing with infielders, with pitchers. Mm-hmm. It's Last year, Derek Rodriguez was like a top five or top six vote getter in the National League Rookie of the Year. And he's had a couple of rough starts this season. And they sent him down to the minors. Look, at this point, you know we're not going anywhere. Let them sit up in the majors and figure it out. You guys are falling apart, it seems. Andrews, you gotta figure. You gotta just. You gotta figure something out. Andy know. Suarez was a very good rookie pitcher for us last year, and he's still down in the minors. He hasn't even come up yet. Why didn't you bring him up? I don't know. Jesus Christ! Because we should be running this goddamn. Because team. well, I think my thought process on it. I think Farhan is looking at it like. We know what we got from Suarez last year. We know what we got from Rodriguez last year. We don't have to see them up in the majors right now. Let's bring this guy up for two starts. Then let's bring this guy up for two starts. Then let's bring this guy up for two starts. So instead of letting these guys be up there, they're not. It don't make sense to me, man. You guys, I mean, first you're not competing. That's kind of given. Like, uh, so why not f- try to figure things out? Give people some more time. The thing, but if if you leave a full team out there and you say let let these guys rock for a month, I think you end up competing. I, so what's I the could, problem with that? I could be. He's not letting them do that. Oh my god! And why? I could be oh. wrong about. It. I could be wrong. They might. You might let a team. You might put up a team of twenty five. Let them rock for a month and they don't compete. I could be wrong. I could just be optimistic. If you have a team of twenty-five who might compete, why would you not take? Why would you not month of two like that? I know. I Jesus I don't get Christ. it because in the first month of the well, season, our hitting was the problem. We couldn't hit anything. Yeah, we couldn't score runs. Stank. Now this month, our hitting we can score runs. We can get the hits, but our pitching has been terrible. True, Madbum's getting rocked too, man. Madbum. Everyone's ha- getting rocked. Madbum has not been great. The other starting pitchers, Palmerans, mm-hmm. um, Samarja has not been great. Rodriguez had a couple rough starts, and they sent him down. And now they s- tried an opener because we've been outscored, I think, like forty-two to five in the first inning of games. That's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. So they tried. They tried an opener, and uh, he gave up five runs in the first inning. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, uh, I don't know. I give you Aaron Noah. I don't want him. For everyone. <laughs> uh, Jesus, man. I think yeah, I think uh, they could be okay if you know you just let the team rock because, like you like you mentioned briefly, 
when people are up there for so short, you don't get team chemistry. Mm-hmm. You don't get the you don't win. Even know, like you said, you don't even know people's names. Like You don't get the win for each other mentality mm-hmm. when you're in and out so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you said the Giants were going to win 87 games this year. We still got a shot. And uh, no chance. We still have a shot. No chance. We still have a How shot. How many games have you won so far? Like 20? We still have a shot. They don't. No, you don't. We still have a shot. No, you don't. Ain't gonna happen. Um, we still have a shot. Anyway, Giants stink. Phillies, they kind of stink. First up first. So, so Sixers. Gonzos. Stop it. Stop it. Gonzos. Stop, stop it right now. Gonzos. Stop it right now. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. How you doing after that loss? <sighs> what a bounce, though. You, if you want to talk about... The luckiest bounce in the history of bounces. What is that? You go in the dictionary and look up bounce. That pi- that v- video is there. What a shooter's roll! Jesus Christ! What a just, shooter's roll! It was fucked up. His Embiid was on his shit too. Wasn't he? Like he was open. To be and fair, and he was moving. To be fair, to be fair, it's Kawhi Leonard. Like I kind of expected. It's Kawhi Leonard, and if they went into overtime, the Raptors were gonna win anyway. Uh, yeah, that's a toss up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was and like, also fuck. it doesn't matter because the Bucks are gonna win the series. Yeah, yeah, fucking Bucks destroyed the. Whether Raptors they were anyway. playing the Raptors or the Sixers, the yeah. Bucks were gonna win that series the Bucks anyway. Bucks are really good, and we're um, having a Bucks uh, Warriors finals, so it doesn't yeah, really yeah. matter. Yeah, but yeah, that, that uh, but what that a shooter's hurt. roll! It hurt because it bounced literally like four times, I think. Yeah, it, four it times. Just, yep, it just I was holding on, for and LeBron immediately so hit him with the. Uh, that's why you don't fucking look at analytics, because the mid-range jump shot just won you the fucking game. That hurt. I'm uh, not happy. It happens. Joel Embiid is fully accepting it, though, because he was crying after, and he changed his Twitter profile pic to him crying. And I was <laughs> like, that is fucking great. Love that. But yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be fine. Hopefully. All right. Um, back, we'll be all right. So, yeah, we talked about every sport today. Well, we had a great interview with a great we human being. Talked lacrosse. Talked lacrosse. Talked talk football. Talked talk golf. Talked talk baseball. Talk yeah, we talked radio. Oh, yes, 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 we did, we did, yes. Talked uh, yeah. basketball at didn't, the end. Didn't talk hockey. But and that's, that's hockey, hockey talk. talk. <laughs> uh, talk curling. Talk, talk a little curling. curling. Talk a little Get curling. it all in there today. Talk a little curling, yeah. yeah. Good job the today. The thing we're missing is like soccer, but no one cares about soccer. Shout out to Pereira for <laughs> soccer. <laughs> he got signed by a, uh, by like a. Wait, who? It's Pereira by a, a team in Brooklyn, I believe. They practice in Brooklyn. I don't know if they play their games in Brooklyn, but what? he he signed a deal. It's a. It's not like a, like a. It's like a tier three team. So, but he he signed that he's playing with them for the summer. And I think it's in, they practice oh, in shit. Brooklyn. Um. Oh shit! Yeah. Shout out A-Pair. I love what a A-Pair. Guy. What a guy. Yeah, he's doing big Fantastic. things. Fantastic. He's doing big things. Fantastic. Um, he's going to be a soccer player now? I thought he was going to be like he is a, a soccer player. doctor or some shit. I mean, he's d- this league goes over the summer, and then he's going to play for the summer. He comes back in the... Watch f- this guy become a professional fucking soccer player. When he comes back, he's going to play at Tech in the fall again for his senior year. And then... Uh, or his fifth year, because he redshirted as a freshman. Fucking red shirt. And then uh, he's gonna he's gonna be a physical therapist, so he's going to be Doctor Pereira at some point. Fucking guy. Doctor. The only thing that man can't do. 
So we did talk soccer. Good job. Way to get that in there. You're welcome. See how I set that up? Slid right under the rug. And uh, yeah. that's hockey talk. Yep. And uh, Dunzos. Dunzos. Episode 24? Four? I don't know. Hold on. Let me check real quick. I think it's four. Yeah. That sounds right. Dunzos with episode 24. Dope. And um, thanks anybody who listened. Great Thumbs interview by Thrilla96. Shout out. We love you. Bill. We will be at the game. Appreciate it. We will you. link up. We will do an in-person 100%. podcast with you. 100%. And uh, it's going to be a great time. Again, we appreciate anybody who listened. We got a banger to send us out, John? Here's a banger to send oh, us out. Oh, let's go.